Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this new episode of the Journey Podcast, the number one podcast in the country you already know. My name is Martin Baya, and I'm your host today. So today I'm very excited. I have someone very talented in the house and um, also someone very charming. Ladies, <laughs> make sure you prepare your phones. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm kidding. So... <laughs> Welcome to Mazo, the one and only Mazo from Andorra, bro. Thank welcome you so to much. the studio, man. Thank you so much, bro. How's it going? It's going really well. I'm excited. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, Chris. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, how are you, man? I'm good, yo. I'm good. It's just been busy. Yeah. It's hell, you know. Like, I'm still a student, bro. So, mm. I still have schoolwork to do. No, I feel you, man. Yeah, I feel it's you. It's crazy as hell. Mm. Um, and other projects we're trying to work on right now. Yeah. But, uh, hey, it's exciting, yo. Perfect, man. Yeah, nice, nice. Please. I'm really excited too because um, yeah. I wanted my followers and also people listening to us to discover who is Mazo, you know. And um, I mean, let me go back a little bit because last season I invited this talented woman, Capitolinda, uh, you know. Yeah. And then when I discovered Capitolinda, it wasn't through social media, you know. And uh, people keep sending uh, me her links like, yeah. hey, this girl, she's really good. Like, yeah. And when I played her sound, I was like, what? <laughs> she was really good. Then I was like, yo, I need that on my podcast. So yeah. I think through through um, Capitolinda, that's when I met you guys. I mean, I didn't meet you guys. That's when I saw you guys on social media. Yeah. So seeing Andorra on social media, then a couple of months later, I get this message from your manager, Teta, and she's like, yeah. Hey, I have this label I'm managing, Andorra, and we have amazing artists. And when I checked, I was like, oh, but Andorra, I felt like Andorra was connected to Captain Linda, you know? And I was like, mm, but I know Captain Linda. And she was like, yeah, she's our friend. And then that's how I met you guys. Then we scheduled a meeting and I met you guys, you know? Exciting. So, what is Andorra? Who is Mazo? I want our listeners also to know, like, who is Mazo, first of all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, before that, yo, shout out to Teta. Yeah. Because, man, she works overtime, yo. Before we met <clears> her, like, we were overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And everything is panning out. So, I mean, she's really helpful. She's yeah. the one, you know. And I'm, I'm really glad when she came up to us, she was like, yo, we got to do a podcast, bro. Mm. Like, uh, um, yeah, I'm just thankful, bro. But anyway, <laughs> for yeah. me, for me, um, shit, I'm a... Um, I'm a 21-year-old Randis dude who didn't really grow up here, but who've, who's been living here the, so for the last, like, the last maybe six years I've been here. Um, I also had some of my childhood here, but I grew up abroad. I was born abroad. Um, and I would say that music has been my latest uh, passion. Right, because when I started off, um, I started off like a lot of kids just drawing Dragon Ball. You know, oh, that yeah? was my first love. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Like Sunday Vegeta mornings. Vegeta or Goku? Goku, Goku, because <laughs> Vegeta. <laughs> he's a loser. <laughs> he's, he's listen. He's not. A, he he was not a loser. But I have to tell you though. I have mm. to tell you though. He's been like he's been getting beat up. Yeah. By the end of the series, I, I'm not watching the new Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, but people tell me he made a comeback. Mm. I mean, I still love him, yo. I still love him. But yeah, drawing uh, like anime and mangas, yo. Uh, Naruto as well. 
that was basically my whole childhood. Yeah. Um, I started when I was like eight years old drawing, uh, pencil and paper, you know, traditionally, um, up until I was like 16. Yeah. Like eight years of solid drawing. Like drawing is still my favorite thing to do. It's just that I've lost patience for drawing. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, if you want to do a complete piece, it can take you hours. Mm. And after 20 minutes, I'm just like, yo, I need to do something else because <laughs> it's a sketch. It looks good enough to me. Yeah. Um, so 16 years old, um, um, I was at Belgium at the time. Yeah. Because you in were Belgium. born in Belgium? No, I was born in, in, in Austria, in Vienna. Mm. It's, a, it's a country next to Germany. Yeah. It's a small country. That's where I was born. Then we moved to Germany for a couple of years. Mm. Uh, came to Rwanda. That's where I met um, Chakratang. Oh. Hugo, yeah. Uh, I met him as a kid uh, in, in school. We were actually neighbors. Back in the day, we, we lived in Kagugu. Yeah. We were neighbors um, until I had to go to Belgium yeah. for my teenage years. Mm. And I came back when I was 16, only <coughs> 17. Um, and yeah, so I come back here and um, I, I'm still drawing, mainly drawing. That's all I do for um, the whole year. It was 2016 at the time. And it wasn't until 2017 where um, me, Kimzer, and Chakratang, uh, we were in school, just ditching school, mm. like uh, ditching class, my bad. I think it was French or math, I don't know. But it was a double period on a Friday. We, it was hot, you know, we were like, man, screw, screw this, like, let's go sit under a tree. Um, somebody put a beat on, I think it was Kimzer. Yeah. And we wrote. We wrote for two hours, doing nothing else, just talking, writing to a beat. By the end of it, when school was done, we all had a verse. And um, the next day, Chakratang literally came to our gates, picked us up, and told us, yo, we're going to a studio. Whoa. We were like 17. We had never never done that. I was still just drawing. Yeah. Like, you know, Kimzer was already doing graphic design because mm. he, was, he was, you know, older. He had, like... He knew what was up because graphic design is crazy. Yeah. And he knew that Photoshop <coughs> is the way to go. So he was doing that. I was just drawing. And, and, and Hugo Chakratang was just, he was just writing. He was a poet, actually. Man. Yeah. I can't wait for your episode with him. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, Looking yeah, forward. Yeah, his, his guy, this guy is crazy. So you guys were like in which class at the time? In 12th grade, like last, last secondaire. You know, nice, nice. Last grade, yeah. yeah. We were about to graduate, you know. The reason why we also ditched school classes because it was close to our exam period so it was just revision class you yeah. know it was you know those classes where you're sitting just doing exercises you're not learning anything yeah so we just decided to do that um we were about to graduate like in two months or in a month so saturday comes uh we go to the studio never been in front of a mic never ever ever been in front of a mic um we were pretty trash that song is trash It's called Going Off. If you want to listen to it, it's on SoundCloud. It's on yeah. our SoundCloud. It's the first song. It's still our most played song. I don't know why. I don't know how. It's just trash. Uh, and it wasn't mixed. We didn't have money to mix it. Yeah. We just recorded it. Uh, the guy wanted an extra 50K, I think, mm. to mix it. We're like, man, nah, you, you, bro, we don't have the funds. Mm. And we said, you know, damn, let's just drop it. We dropped it on Monday or Sunday night. I don't know. We came back to school. And everybody was like, yo, you guys rapped. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that gave us the confidence to, to do that ever since. So that was like, I guess, April 2017, maybe. Yeah. That was the beginning of Underworld? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So how did you guys came up with like the name Under Roro? That's a question you have to ask Hugo. Yeah. Hugo knows best because um, Kimzer, Kimzer did not come into the picture until 2016. Yeah. Right? When we were in school. Mm. Actually, 2015, like when we all came back. Because he was also abroad. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah. And he came back when I came back. Mm. And we met in art class with yeah. another guy called Bano. He's our fourth rapper. He's just, mm. a, you know, low-key. But he's going to come back. And we were in art class. That's where we kicked it. And then he met Hugo through us. Yeah. And then we started to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Hugo, like, we were a bunch of friends. We're the only rappers, but we have, like, you know, three, four other good childhood friends yeah. that we've been with since childhood, you know? Mm. And you know how we, in high school, you have your own squad names yeah. and whatever. So I guess ours was under war. Mm. But I was in Belgium when it happened. Yeah, I was in Belgium when it happened. Kimzer was not even there like he he was just doing his own thing so Hugo was like the leader I don't know if he was uh, but <laughs> him and the other guys decided the name yeah they decided the name and because he's the one you're going to interview I guess you can ask him yeah uh, but the inspiration came from a song called Ijima 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 is a, is a song from some Korean dudes man and a Japanese guy mm. and the hook goes Ijima underwater squat ju and I think that was Whoa, our jam. Oh, should check it out. Yes, you should, bro. <laughs> and I think, I don't know, I think it st- stuck, man. Mm. I guess it stuck. That's what they told me. But if you want a full story, Hugo will tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah so you. now you guys finished high school, and then what was the next, next phase like? The next phase was uh, everybody breaking up, doing their own thing. Mm. Um, some went to university. I went to uni- I'm going to university right now, but it's here in Rwanda. Um, and at LU, and you know, Chakratang Hugo had to go abroad to Prague. Bano Brian, our other rapper, had to go to Canada because it's so far. That's why we lost contact a bit. Um, and Kimzer, I think, for a whole year went abroad again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for a time, all of us we just did our own solo music, but it wasn't really solo music because none of us had equipment. None of us really recorded that much. In fact, I think I was the only one really dropping music because I was really interested in mixing. Yeah. So even though I didn't have a mic, I used my phone, mm. uh, FL Studio, which is a software to record. And you can record on your phone also? Yeah, yeah, my phone. That's what most of my music is. In fact, uh, the project I dropped on the, the latest one on Spotify yeah. is out of eight songs, seven were recorded on my phone. Like, they were all songs that I dropped since 2018. Whoa. Yeah, so it's not new music, but it mm. was music that people wanted to have on Spotify. Yeah. And not on SoundCloud anymore. And so mm. I just put it out there. And by the way it was received and just by listening to it, because I can listen to music and I, and I know when something is mixed well. Yeah. I can tell that, yeah, it's pretty decent. But that was what gave me the basis to mix. And uh, slowly, uh, Kimzer got interested as, uh, as well. And we both started mixing both recording on our phones, both trying to figure it out, and slowly and slowly, while the others were abroad doing school, um, me and, and Kimzer, we were here in the country uh, when he came back abroad, like in 2019. Uh, uh, we stayed together for like, I think two years, just trying to figure it out, getting more contacts, doing more features. You know, uh, two years after we graduated, that's when I started meeting other artists, you know, like, 
like K Shot. Yeah. Yo, this guy, he's a legend. He's, he's really good. He's really cool. Yeah. Uh, e. T. Steve, I don't know if you know E. T. Yeah. Um, you know, Painted Black and all of them was later. Mm. Uh, even Zed, that was like that was way later, maybe 2019, towards the end of 2019. <coughs> but yeah, like we just started having a network here nice. because we were we were just. You know, me and Kim's are like, okay, well, we know that Hugo Chakratang is going to come back mm. at some point. And same with Brian, but no. Why don't we just make it to the best of, like, why not Why not make it the best situation for them when they come back? And for us too. So before COVID, we used to perform every time, every chance we got to perform just to spread the name. Nice. Uh, met a lot of producers, a lot of studios, um, and just gain knowledge. Because you can only do so much uh, when you're alone. Mm. Um, obviously, I still feel like my best music was when I was in my room, you know, secluded, doing my own shit. And I don't know if I can curse. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> doing my own things, doing my own things, you know, trying out weird stuff that I would be comfortable doing mm. uh, by myself and not in front of other people. Because yeah. even now, I'm still shy sometimes to try things that I, I would normally try if I'm alone in my room. Yeah. And that gave me my best music. Um, but the knowledge came crazy and because of it because uh, i guess we just had such a good you know connection with everybody we met we got a lot of help yeah um yo shout out to zed mm-hmm. zed gave us our first mic whoa big he, shout out to yeah, zed, zed yo yeah he gave uh, he gave the mic we recorded our mixtape yeah our whole 15 songs mixtape um he gave us a mic for that and yo, learning how to mix was a journey because we didn't have a sound card. You know, all these things that would make the vocals clean, we didn't have it. We just yeah. had a mic, but with a lot of noise when you record. Yeah. So mixing was, we had to be on top. And we didn't know how to mix. Me and Kimzer, we just freestyled everything, but it just turned out fine. We learned a lot in a, in a way. And you know, Alhamdulillah, huh? Alhamdulillah, man. Man. Because when I visited your studio, like, now it's equipped, you know? It's, yes. It looks really nice. Yes. Yo, yeah. that's, that's Kimzer. That's Kimzer and his and his, six, his big sister. Yeah. Helped us out, um, invested in the whole equipment. It was actually, you know this, this um, um, I consider him as a legend as well, Kanaka. Mm. Do you know Dennis? Yes, I know of course. Dennis. Yeah. So he was, he was in the process of leaving the country. Mm. I think he was going. I think he was going to the to the UK. Maybe that's where he is right now. Yeah. And before leaving, he had to sell his equipment. And I think he gave us a good deal. Nice. Like he reached out to him, and he just said as well. All that equipment was his, yo. Nice. All that equipment was his. Nice. And he gave us the softwares as well, for free. Um, yeah, it was good. It's really good equipment, Dennis. Thank you very much. Thank so you shout out much. to Dennis yes, again. Yes, then. yes. Anyways, so now Mazo, you are in Andorra, and then you are working with Kims and Hugo, you know, and Brian, right? Yeah. So how did you guys like after making those connections with uh, Kenny Shad? How is now like? How is it going like uh, in terms of like music promoting and? Yeah. You know. Well, uh, I would put it like this. Before 2020, all of our music was just as a side hobby, like uh, just to have fun. Yeah. You know, we were all doing other things. I was still doing graphic design 
learning it a lot, 2019, all that. Even though I was recording, it was mostly features and then recording in my room. Yeah. You know, it wasn't much. But um, I would say when the corona hit and Zed gave us that mic, um, Kimzer and I, we just decided to learn about it for real. You know? Yeah. And that's when that's Cause, when because you had so much free time. Yeah, we had so much free time, <laughs> so much free time, so much free time, and uh, like you know, I don't know how it was maybe like huh, the will of God. I don't know, but Hugo was in Prague and he came back like two days before the lockdown. Wow, can't you remember? You remember the first lockdown was worldwide. Yeah, exactly. Like, no more flights, whatever. But he mm. came back on time, and he stayed the three four months with us. Nice. So we recorded. I think around 30 songs um, and I think that's that's what that's what really showed us that we can do it on a serious level yeah. even though it's a mixtape mm-hmm. even though most of the beats aren't ours even though we still did not mix well in some songs even though we're trash on others um, there's potential there and yeah. with you know with just more practice and whatever we know we can get far Nice. And, and so after we dropped it we dropped it I think in October the mixtape uh, since then from October 2020 to now we've met a cool ass sound engineer producer called Joe he's from the States Yeah, um, he came here as a tourist he came here to visit the country we met him one night and we kicked it yo Yeah, he gave us so many beats so much advice he's a proper sound engineer so he really taught us how to how to mix specifically on our voices if you want to reduce yeah. bass if you mm. want to like you know do something specific he taught us how to do it he's yeah. still giving us advice still giving us beats we found another producer as well called kevin um and these are our two first in-house producers right we never had that before yeah like before it was youtube beats you know even up till october 2020 so now are you guys ago. producing for yourselves? They are producing for us. They're mm. sending us beats. We're having uh, a couple projects with Joe, especially. Yeah. Um, it's in the works. Even though he went back to the States, he's, he's, he's sending us projects. We're sending him projects. He's trying to come back here soon. Um, as far as Kevin, you know, he's just cooking up some beats, man. Perfect. He's getting, yeah, he's getting, he's getting in his zone. I can feel it. Nice. Uh, some of the beats he sent me already are crazy. I hope to record on that. Um, so I guess that's our state. I haven't really recorded much for myself mm. since since December. Yeah, I've done features mostly. Yeah, and I've been too busy with school. I don't know. Online schooling is just another level. I don't know why, but I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really overwhelmed. Because I feel like time. it's very different from like studying uh, physically. Yeah, exactly. With colleagues, you yeah. know. Yeah, it can be very different. Absolutely. Mm. And I think because I'm on my last year. In my last year, I think it's just more intensive now. Yeah. I mean, before I used to have time to do music, but now yeah. it's just really tough so yeah. I'm just getting features out as well. I think you now. also need to allow yourself you know when it yeah. comes to like time you need to allow yourself to take it easy because mm. you are in your last year and then go easy and then when you're done you go back to the music that's true you know that's but it's hard you know yeah I know when I you know when it, you're using yeah. you used to always <laughs> be in the studio cooking yeah. stuff and nice yeah, nice man. so now you guys when I talked to you all of you when I was at the house you know yeah. You guys told me that you want now to take it far, you know, as a business, uh, music yeah. business. 
and also like be able to provide that music studio to other musicians yeah. and other artists who want to record in a studio so now how do you feel like going in this random music industry you know because mostly especially actually when you look at this new generation if you look at Kenny Keshat you look at uh, everyone with his generation and you guys you see that you guys are open to really like use English in your mm. in your songs French you know but mostly so how did you thought about like the music industry in Rwanda you know because most most of the artists are singing in Kenya Rwanda mm. so did you guys thought about that or we uh, I know I thought about it a lot yeah uh, I think Kim's are as well mm. because we don't speak Kinyarwanda that well yeah like okay I can have a proper conversation but in terms you know writing is different yeah <laughs> writing is hard even in French I only started writing in French maybe a year ago and f- to my to my listeners I'm going to be dropping full songs in French soon for the first time mm. uh, even Hakim Kim's are for him You know, you you guys spoke Swahili back yeah. home, mm. and he, although he started writing in Swahili, he doesn't do it that much. Yeah, I think it's just maybe the way we grew up, listening to Lil Wayne and Rick Ross and yeah. and Kendrick and Cole, all these guys, Drake. And it's like, okay, I know how to rap in English because that's all I listened to. That's the biggest the influence you always had. Exactly. Mm. Um, and I'm lucky to be, you know. Um, I don't know how to say trilingual, bilingual. I mean, I speak languages and yeah. I'm lucky to be fluent in English. So I just want to take advantage of that. But it's like, I wish I could write in Kiaranda. If I could, yeah. yo, I listen to, I listen to Betray, bro. I listen to Kivumbi. These guys are like crazy. Hey, these bro. guys are crazy. Rasio, yo. do you listen to Rasio? Yeah. Man, these guys are, like I listen to these guys and I'm like, bro, if I could just, if I could just be Kiaranda. Yeah. Just hop in the drill. But, but you're doing great because uh, I feel yeah. like when we talk, you have it's a, it's you a, have some words, you know, and uh, I, it's coming. I, I guess, I guess. I mean, mm. uh, the other day, the other, uh, not the other day, not the mm. other day, that was a lot. <laughs> like, a couple months ago, went yeah. to see Dr. Nganji. Mm. I was actually with Joe, that mm. other um, guy from the States, and Hakim. Mm. And we went there, and he, these guys forced us to write in Kiaranda. Yeah. And how was it? <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't... He tells me he loves the song. I could I haven't heard it since I recorded on it. So yeah. I'm trying to see. Uh So maybe I that's remember your it sounded shot, okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it was mm. some Kiranda in it. I mean, I'm excited to see what it turns out. But I'm 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 just taking it once at a time. Nice. Yeah. Kiranda though is a move. It's a move, guys. Yeah. I feel like if it's a language that you didn't grow up speaking, you know, yeah. it's going to be difficult, but It's always uh, fun and challenging to learn at the same Absolutely, time, right? And also, you have your surrounding. You have to touch. You're speaking around yeah, exactly, you know. Yeah. And uh, you have us. You have yeah, everyone. Kenikesha. You have everyone around you. Everybody. And I think the it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. And if you have Doctor Ganji, you pass at his studio, and he forces you to write in Kinyarwanda. Yeah, you know, I need that. I your need lines. That. You need that. And I also, that. I feel it's gonna push you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. as far as the industry, man. Mm. Bro, there's just so much, like, I would say too much talent. <laughs> yeah, too much talent, right? Crazy. And it's crazy. It's so nice because I feel like the music is really growing, mm. you know. Yeah. It's really growing, the older generation, the new generation, mm. like, 
everyone is really working hard you know yeah and it's nice yeah, bro. it's top you know absolutely mm. i'll tell you like i'll tell you this like uh for example whenever i go to 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 Zed's studio that yeah. sounds studio yeah every single time i get in and i meet someone new yeah and they're all and they're all dope they're, they're all, dope all as hell. Really like, dope. and yeah. i'm like bro <laughs> it's crazy and it's not just rappers yeah like we're talking music industry but you know photographers on the rise there's a lot of youtubers on the rise content creators on the yeah. rise podcasters on the rise you already know you already know you know what i'm saying like it's crazy <laughs> yeah i feel like it's just the entertainment uh sector here yeah that's growing slowly you yeah, really there is yeah, a potential slowly. i feel like there is a potential and you guys investors you need to come yeah. and invest <laughs> otherwise really like things are really going well yeah. in terms of creating yeah. and um artists coming up you know you see it too huh? yeah i see i really see it and um i think we just have to keep going and mm. then uh work together collaborate more so that we don't uh, lose each other you know sometimes yeah. it's really possible for people to lose each other mm. but if we walk in the same um spirit yeah yeah i think i think there's there's no like Okay, I can I cannot see the future, but I feel like there's a strong bond, you know. Mm. I mean, even for us, um it's not like we're always always working with other people. We mostly work within our own circle on the world. And obviously we have some people that we just really clicked with, like Capital Linda. Yeah. You know, she's, you know, she's Capital Linda. People somewhat sometimes ask if she's on the world or not. She is Capital Linda. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And we were just lucky enough to to have met her at a time where she was trying to start off her music. Yeah. And she I think when we met her it was just she only had one song out. Yeah. One song only and um it was she also recorded on her phone. Yeah. Um she came to us while we were doing the mixtape and you know she discovered the studio. Like I will tell you this as a new artist, mm. you always have that face where you discover a studio. Like you discover what it feels like to be on a mic. Exactly. You discover what it feels like when you are loud versus when you're low because it's different on the phone. When you're on the mic, yeah. it's really mm. and you know I think I think our the stage of our path or our journey mm. really coincided with hers. Yeah. You know, we have other people like Paula Miss Kami. Yeah. Do you know about Miss Kami? Miss Kami. She she she's very she's very low key but she has a great voice. Yeah. She has a great voice and she also has a song with Capital Linda. Mm. With me as well and herself. Um I think those are the then we have obviously all the all the you know ETs all the K shots but they're doing their own thing yeah. and I, we respect that because we're doing our own thing. Yeah. I feel like the divide is not going to be there. Everybody's still going to do their own thing. Exactly. Mm. But we're still going to rise as you know for example that I don't know if you remember like a couple months ago maybe a couple weeks ago when Mike was on uh, RFI Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. Con- contest, you know, yeah. and uh, the whole country was behind them, you know. I think yeah, he made that was it far. Yeah. You know, I feel like there is a unity, man. We're a small country anyway. Mm. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. You know. True said. True said, bro. Nice. Yeah. An- anyways, um, guys, I can't wait for you guys to discover, like, this really dope label under Rora, you know, yeah. and uh, these amazing rappers and, Yeah. I'm going to bring Kim's Hugo yeah, also yeah, to yeah, next yeah, yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. And man, you should do that. 
big up to yourself man thank you so much for having you know, me no i can't wait to see like your journey going you know it's a long journey man yeah. it's a long journey and yeah it's a passion and um, just keep passion. doing what you're doing man you know could i say some you, mo- you reminded me of something actually yes you said it's a long journey like you know i've had you know i'm i'm still underground as hell like i don't mm. i don't think I'm i know you else. yeah you know me though. i know you really. <laughs> i feel like i'm not really doing much but yeah. then i have i have young guys who come to me mm. and uh, you know ask me for recording advice because they know i record on my phone they know i mix yeah. or for features or whatever mm. and they share they share their experiences with me and most of the fear even the, f- the fear i had when starting off was like yo how long will this take yeah and i'll tell you this to anybody starting and struggling if you're posting a song and it only has a couple of views or if you if you if you feel like you're not confident in yourself just know we are four years in we started in 2017 four years in and it feels like we are just starting for real right now yeah right now it feels like we're going to take off mm Maybe it's going to take a couple more years, but it feels like everything is falling into place and it took four years. Yeah. So don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. You said it. Don't give up. And also patience, man. Patience. Patience. Sometimes patience. it's hard. Really, yeah. it's hard to be patient. You I'm know? sure your journey was, oh, bro. was long. Eh? I've been having a lot of anxiety lately, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's you. been like crazy you know because most of the times when people on social media they see you doing great they see you mm. working a project they see you teaching dance they see you doing dance videos whatever doing a podcast you know and they think oh this guy this dude she's doing really good yeah. you know uh, i can't complain but man they don't know anxiety is yeah, a thing they, man yeah. Yeah. you know because i think like four years back Oh, no, no, not four years back. Two years or three years back, you know. Mm. I never really thought about, like, anxiety. I never knew that, you know. Depression, things like that, you know. But mostly anxiety, you know. I would be like, okay, I'm not feeling great. Okay. I I would never, I don't, I I didn't give it so much time, you know. But lately I'll be like, shit, this corona thing, like, I'm done with it yeah because i feel like there is a lot of projects i could be doing you know but because of corona i'm stuck Mm -hmm. and then and i have this also thing in my head telling me okay so is it done are you are you gonna sit there and not do anything you know Mm. but i'm also like i have also another side that tells me no, just adapt yourself. You know, you are in this situation. You're not alone. Everyone, mm. everyone is facing this. Just yeah. go for it, and you know. But I'm also like, and then that's when the anxiety comes because yeah. I'm also yeah. confused at the same time. I'm like, shit, am I doing great? Like, am I doing what am I supposed to be doing? Mm. Oh my god! Or should I just, you know? And then yeah. So, but then I'm like, fuck this shit. You know, let me just do my thing. You know. Anyway. It's explicit. This podcast is fine. Fine, man. I was scared to curse, but I feel yeah, it's fine. Then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and yeah, but also, ah, shit. We have always this this mind because I mean, me growing up in Yamirambo, in Rwanda, 
I have this mind of feeling like, yes, I'm a man, you know, mm. I'm a man. I don't have to be sad. I don't have to really show my emotions. I don't mm. have to tell people that I'm not doing great, you know. But then that actually kills me. You know, that kills me with time. And uh, I see that I feel like, oh, shit, actually, I should take it easy. You know, mm. if I feel like talking to someone and tell them, hey, you know, I'm not feeling great. I should do that, you know. But then because of how I grew up and always, you know, the society you grew up in, everybody surrounding you, they're like, you are a man, you know, you don't have to cry. You are a man. You don't have to show emotions. You, you are strong. You don't have mm -hmm. to be weak, mm -hmm. you know. And then sometimes you keep the, all of that stuff and emotions inside and then one day, boom, mm -hmm. it explodes, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also that's a journey I'm on a journey of uh, learning how to really uh, express myself in terms of like letting it out yeah. you know yeah. like if if i'm not feeling great then cool i accept that i'm not feeling great yeah. if i'm feeling good alhamdulillah i'm feeling good you know but then yeah is there, yeah, I, no, that no, just came you. up because of what you yeah, said, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, no, it's um, facts, it's facts. I feel like it's very important for really like upcoming artists who are really lost and thinking, oh my gosh, should I really like, am I wasting time recording this? Am I wasting time investing in my microphone? Self-doubt, self-doubt, you know? yeah. Yeah, and you just have to do it, you know, yeah. you just have, it's really hard, but you just have to go for it because mm. I feel like the more you keep it, Actually, the more you're killing yourself, you know, and that can really lead to even depression, you know. It, it sure can. Mm. It sure can. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's no joke. It's no joke, man. It's, it's no, no joke. joke. It's no joke. It I'm sure for you it's different because, you know, growing up abroad, you have. I don't know. I don't well, know. How. I mean, really quickly, I can say it, mm. but uh, it wasn't. I mean, for me as well, I wasn't. I never felt depression until I was maybe seven, six. 18, 17, mm. you know, it, memory gets hazy when you go through depression. So I don't really remember what happened, but I think it's one of those things where until it happens and until you come with, in terms of the facts that you are in depression and that you need help. Yeah. Because, it, it, you know, I was lucky to have people around, um, you know, that could I could talk to, mm. but ultimately it came within myself. Yeah. to overcome a lot of my self-doubt, mm -hmm. to to get out of my dark place, mm. all these things. And um, I think similar to you, I was just, you know, I mean, I would, I would, I would maybe talk about it with my, with my, with my mom, for example, and, and she wouldn't understand, wouldn't be on the same page, you know, maybe it's a generational divide or the environment they grew up in. Exactly. Like you grew up in yeah, an exactly. environment that says, oh, depression is just a white people thing. Mm, exactly. It's not really an African thing, mm. but I mean, it can hit anybody. And I know I've been hit hard by it. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, it's, you, I, I never knew how to deal with it until I just dealt with it. Somehow yeah. I overcame it through music, through whatever. Yeah, exactly, man. I guess our work is what takes us out of those places Yeah. at the end of the day. No, no, really, really. That's true. Anyways, man, uh, guy, that was a nice episode, and hell yeah. I can't really wait for you to really uh, go uh, even forward and move, you know, and big moves, and, uh, and everything is possible, man. Everything is. I think we just have to keep doing our thing. 
just really keep doing your thing and also yeah i want to come and have some sessions all at the studio you are so welcome like, yeah to our space you already know what goes down yeah you know nice you already know perfect perfect and uh yeah i can't wait for people also to really um start to discover music you know so you have your new like ep on spotify you say spotify apple music like all those real platforms that are yeah. on soundcloud or youtube so you use uh your handle is like mazo yeah mazo you know um yeah mazo yeah i think the easiest way is to find me on social media and click on the link yeah and then this is mazo on instagram yeah, yeah this is mazo on instagram perfect and if you don't find him it's really hard for you to find him you can find him in people i follow this is mazo yeah, yeah perfect time. yeah okay. so man big shout out to you thank big you so much man. You, man this was yeah. dope this was dope this was really good and uh thank you so much for our listeners really i feel so grateful to always have you guys listening to us and you know you can find this episode to all big major platforms like spotify apple podcast you know anchor you already know youtube you can watch us and we say hi to y'all peace and love and shout out to all the people that you mentioned yeah. in the episode you know yeah. thank you so much guys you already know this is the number one podcast in the country the journey podcast and i'm your host man zimba see you to the next episode boom <laughs>